Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. All right, if you have your Bibles, we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The title of the message is Limits of Liberty. Verse 12 says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Over the years, you know, I've had many people ask me, um, you know, many Christians, like, can a Christian be involved in certain activities and still be a Christian? And, you know, and kind of what they're saying is, how far can I go uh, you know, without going over the line. And here in uh, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, Paul is speaking about Christian liberty, and he speaks about the limitations of Christian liberty. And, you know, there are a lot of things that a Christian can do that are not going to send you to hell, but they're not good for you, right? Do you know that? And that's what Paul's talking about here. <clears throat> and, and it's important for us to understand that uh, the issue is not, you know, is it going to send you to hell, but is it going to hold you back from experiencing God's best for your life, for your family, for your marriage, for your finances, for your spiritual growth, right? And uh, the issue, the important issue is, uh, is there a possibility <clears throat> that you get involved in things that are maybe lawful or legal, but somehow then over time they begin to control your life and bring you into bondage so that you're not free to be who the person who God wants you to be. And, and God wants you to be free. That's important to understand. Jesus came to set us free. Now, when Paul says in verse 12, all things are lawful for me, <clears throat> it's important not to take it out of context. And that's why on our Wednesday night church service, <clears throat> we're going verse by verse, and we get the context. Now, uh, the, uh, it, it's important to understand here in verse 12, Paul just gave us a list of things that are not lawful. So he's not saying you can do anything you want. We studied on Wednesday night, verse 9, where it says, Paul said to those Corinthians, the Christians there, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Now he's talking to Christians. Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators or idolaters or adulterers or homosexuals or sodomites or thieves or covetous nor drunkards or revilers nor extortioners will help the kingdom, inherit the kingdom of God. So <clears throat> we went over that on Wednesday night, went through all of those. So we know that God gave the Ten Commandments, God, commandments and God has given us, hey, there is right and wrong. There's no doubt about that. But that's not what Paul's talking about, the obvious right and wrong. When Paul says in verse 12, all things are lawful for me, you know, he's not saying that you can be an adulterer or a sodomite or a drunkard or, and still be a child of God. Uh, you know, he is warning us as in verse 9 that, you know, if you do those things, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But uh, all, the only people that can really say in verse 12 with Paul, all things are lawful for me, are those who have totally made a commitment to Jesus Christ and have decided to live their life to please God. Because the person who has purposed in their life to live their life to please God, they live by a higher standard even more than what the law demands, right? I mean, the law says don't steal from your neighbor, but when you are living life the way God wants you to live, then you not only don't want to steal from your neighbor, but you want to help him. Maybe you mow his lawn or help him fix his lawnmower or shovel his sidewalk when it snows or whatever, right? So uh, <clears throat> what Paul's saying is that 
there are a lot of things that we can do, but they're not good for us, right? There are a lot of things we can do, but I don't want to do them. I don't need to do them. And uh, when Paul was writing there in 1 Corinthians 8, he said, Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat again, lest my brother, uh, lest I make my brother stumble. And so Paul's saying, you know, uh, in those days they offered meat to these idols and then they would sell it at the market. And some people thought, well, if you eat that meat that was offered to idols, then, you know, it, you know it's terrible, it's lo- not right. And, and so Paul's saying, look, it's, it's lawful to eat that meat, but if it causes my brother in Christ to stumble, uh, then I'm not going to do it. And, and really, uh, the biblical definition of Christian liberty has limits, right, of, of what we're free to do. Because in verse 12, when he says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Now, how does a Christian decide what things you should do and the things that you shouldn't do, the things that you shouldn't be involved with? Well, in 1 Corinthians 9, we have a picture of the Christian life being a race, like a marathon. And in verse 24, it says, Do you not know that those who run the race, uh, in, a, in a race, all run, but one receives the prize? So Paul says, Run in such a way that you may obtain it. In other words, Paul's saying, you know, life is like a race, a long-distance marathon. And, you know, you're going through life, and you want to run to win. And, and you want to give it all you got, do your best. And you don't want to do anything that would cause you to lose the race. Now, if you think about, you know, an Olympic race, it is legal for an Olympic runner to come over to our house for dinner and eat a big pile of, you know, a Thanksgiving dinner, turkey, mashed potatoes, you know, stuffing, and three or four pieces of pie, and then go race, right? That's legal. But they're not going to win, right? Why? Because it's lawful, but it's not helpful. And, and it is legal to do a lot of things, but you're not going to win the race, right? And so that's what Paul's saying about life, that, that uh, we want to win the race, we want to run in such a way that we finish well, and we don't want to have anything in our life that hinders us. And, and so he says in verse 1 of Hebrews 12, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And so, you know, in those days, everybody understood the Olympics. People ran and raced. He's saying, look, if there's anything that bogs you down from winning the race, from becoming who God wants you to be, doing the things God wants you to do, then you need to get rid of it, right? In those days, the Olympic athletes would, you know, maybe train with weights, but once it was race day, get rid of the weights so that you can run faster. And, and, he, and he says that's how life is, that you don't want to be putting things in your life or involved in things, even though they may be lawful, but if they're hindering you, then you want to get rid of them. And, and, and I would uh, ask you today to think about your life, right? Are, are there things in your life that are slowing you down from your spiritual growth? Are there things in your life that uh, are inhibiting you from accomplishing God's purpose in your life? And so as Paul says in verse 1 of Hebrews 12, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that's set before us. In other words, if there are things in your life that are slowing you down, holding you back, then you need to lay them aside, right? And uh, what Paul's saying is that all of us need to look at our lives because we can be doing the same thing. We can, we can be involved in things that hinder us from running the race to win. And, and I would ask you this morning, can you think of anything that would cause a Christian to say, I don't have time to pray in the morning before I start my day. I don't have time to read, 
you know, a chapter of the Bible in the morning before I go to work. I don't have time to sit in silence and hear God's voice. I don't have time to pray for the Holy Spirit to fill me and empower me to be a good witness at work today. Can you think of any situation where a Christian would say those sort of things? Well, I can because I used to say it. What about staying up till one in the morning when you have to get up and be to work at six? Is it lawful for a Christian to stay up till one or two in the morning if they have to be to work at six? Yes, it's lawful. Is it beneficial? No, right? Is it going to inhibit your ability to pray in the morning? Absolutely, because I I just couldn't do it, right? Sometimes those kind of truths people just can't receive, right? People can't realize that there are things that are lawful, but they're not beneficial. So in verse 12, when Paul says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any, that's what Paul's saying. And as a Christian, we have the greatest liberty because in Christ we're free. You know, I'm free to do whatever I want, but I'm not going to get involved in anything that's going to bring me into bondage, right? Romans 14, says, happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. Can a Christian drink alcohol, right? And, and you know, the answer is, is it possible that you could be brought under the power of something that is lawful? Uh, is it possible to become addicted to those things? Uh, we get to the place where you can't live without it, right? Or is it possible that you could get involved in things that are lawful, but it causes you to make bad choices and choices that will alter your life forever and lose everything you've worked for your entire life, right? Uh, They may not send you to hell, but if it begins to have power over your life, then you're no longer free. God wants you to be free. Dr. Amen, uh, Washington Post called Dr. Amen America's most popular psychiatrist. He has the world's largest database of functional brain scans relating to behavior, totaling 180,000 scans on patients from 155 countries. And here's what he said. We've all heard the claims that alcohol is good for your health. The media is quick to cite studies that say a glass of wine a day reduces the risk of heart attack and drinking two glasses of wine or a beer a day has been linked to longer life. Now, those studies were probably done by Anheuser-Busch. I don't know. But anyway, (coughs) here's what he says. Sounds good. But what does alcohol do to the brain? Now, he's a brain expert. He scanned almost 200,000 people's brains. He said brain spec imaging studies at Amon's clinics show that alcohol can damage the brain in ways that you might not, uh, that you, uh, that might make you think twice the next time uh, you're ordering at the bar. That's what Paul's talking about. Is alcohol legal? Absolutely. Is it good for you? No, right? Does it help you? No. Now, I know people self-medicate, and, you know, that's a whole different thing. But, but the point is, that's what he's talking about, things that are lawful. And people ask me, Pastor, is it lawful to drink? Well, we know it's not lawful to get drunk. Well, I don't get drunk. I just drink a few shots, and I don't get a buzz until 6, and I only get 4 every night, or whatever it is, right? But, uh, so the next thing people ask me, well, what about marijuana? It's legal. Pastor Bob, it's legal. Can a Christian smoke weed, right? Well, Dr. Raymond says, we know uh, that alcohol can damage the brain and disrupt sleep and leads to addiction. Cannabis too can create dependence while inhibiting blood flow to the brain and impairing short and long-term memory. Substance-induced psychotic disorder is a term used for a person experiencing any of the above, above symptoms as a result of taking or withdrawing from a drug. And, as a reminder, alcohol is a drug that can cause brain damage. Cannabis-induced psychosis seems to occur even more commonly today as new and stronger strains of the drug circulate. And as legalization efforts uh, uh, use their, uh, increase their usage and acceptance. Research shows that marijuana increases the risk for psychosis. And the findings in a 2019 study published in the Lancet Psychiatric suggest that 10% of the new cases of psychosis may be linked to high-potency cannabis. Now, we all hear about 
uh, mental health, right? And that more and more there's a, a, a crisis with mental health. He's saying 10% of psychosis uh, in, in patients who have mental health problems comes from marijuana. The study also found that daily users of high-potency strains were five times more likely to develop psychotic disorder. Other research shows that using marijuana at an early age, such as during between teen and tween years, is associated with an increased risk of psychosis. Are those things legal? Well, not night out. But we know in Oregon, Washington, California, alcohol, marijuana, it's legal, right? But as Paul says in verse 12, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. We're going to stop there because we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you